You're now listening to Empty Opinions with Eladio Polanco. All right, everybody. This might look a little different. The reason for that is because I have these headphones on instead of my skinny ear earphones. These are headphones because okay. they are on top of your earphone. It, you know what I'm trying to say. The, the earphones go inside of your ears. These are like on your head. Um, I feel a little weird. The sound is a little weird, but I guess this is what it sounds like. I'm sure the recording will be fine. It's just I hear myself a little low, uh, but fuck it. Uh, let me read the title. Drake type beat x freestyle type beat nicotine. Uh, this is produced by Lucas, which I just found out was how you pronounce that. LCS. Yeah, yeah LCS. I'm going to CVS to get me some checks to get some money. Yeah, I'm trying to scam all the people that work at CVS. Did you not know about the scam that you can do when you go to pharmacy? Yeah, you need to open your third eye and see yeah, that this shit is easy as fuck. Yes, it is. Oh my God, I sound so low. I don't know what I'm going to do about it. I really sound really far, but I guess it's just the sound quality. I have no idea what it is. Um, all I'm going to say is that... Uh, I guess I have to give it freestyle. Why am I still doing this stupid freestyle? Why am I still doing this? It makes no sense. I can't even freestyle. It makes no sense. Although the next episode is gonna be a good as freestyle. Those are the kind of people that I need to get on. All these people try trying to get on. All these people tell me that I'm gonna get on. Yeah, I'm gonna get on. I don't know what I'm saying, man. I'm just doing this shit to have fun, man. I know some of y'all don't understand, man. Yeah, that's okay, fam. Yeah, I'm just doing this for the love. Yeah, if success comes, then I guess that's dope too. But I do it because I love doing it. And I appreciate every single person that watches this shit. Makes them, uh, yeah, means a lot to me. Yeah, this is what I want to do for my life. I feel like this is my destiny. Destiny. I remember a girl named Destiny. Um, are Destinies usually pretty? No, not really. They're usually fat or really tall. <laughs> Those are the, the girls who are named Destiny or like, you know, bad women. Like people, Destiny sounds like the name of a girl who could ruin your life. And I mean, that's not mutually exclusive from the first two things I said. Um, Alright, that's enough. Hello everybody and welcome back to Empty Opinions with Eladio Blanco. My name is... Eladio Blanco. Uh, in case you may have not known that, maybe you misheard me, you know, doing the intro. You thought, who is this guy who just said, you know, this show is called Empty Opinions with Eladio Blanco, but who exactly is hosting this show called Empty Opinions with Eladio Blanco? That's a fair question. You know, uh, I don't judge anybody. That's if you if you were wondering that, then um, you know, that's fine. Um. Huh, I feel a little weird. I don't know. It's definitely the headphones. I you I'm not used to wearing these headphones for this recording. It's kind of throwing me off a little bit. I mean, I can hear, I can still hear myself fine. Um, I actually want to put it louder in my headphones, but I don't want to do that because um, maybe you know I could create some sort of feedback where you can hear the audio from my headphones on the microphone. Ah, uh, fuck it. I did it. Who, who cares? Uh, when the music starts is when it gets really loud, so that's when I'll, like, chill with it. Um, or actually, I think this is good, because sh- usually when I record, my audio levels are low, 
So maybe it's good. Maybe if I, ha I should keep it low and then try to speak a little bit louder. Although I don't want it to peak. All right, this is a lot of technical shit. Um, you know, you guys know what this fucking podcast is, right? If you don't, if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate I appreciate your listenership. Uh, but basically, this podcast is really just um, me. When it's just me, usually on Friday episodes, it's just me talking shit and talking about the things I want to talk about. Things that have happened in my life, you know, pop culture items that I want to rant on. Um, but when I have a guest, I usually just speak to the guest about whatever it is that's going on in their life. Um, get to know them a little better if I don't know them that well. Um, and there are a lot of people that want to do episodes on this podcast that I have no idea who they are, um, which kind of excites me, but also worries me because it's like, I don't know you. I don't know if you're going to, you know, be a bad episode. If you're going to be one of those people that says yes or no answers. I don't know. But it, but that's the fun, though. You get to know those people. Um, but yeah, that's what this podcast is. I have to do. I don't know if I should create like a, an, an official intro. I only have the intro for the like. The, Hello, everybody, and welcome back. I only have that intro, but I don't have like the. Uh, hold on, let me. There we go. This is better. So now I have to talk louder. Actually, no, it makes no no difference. Fuck it. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But anyways, um, I don't know if I should get an actual uh, intro. Usually the intro is, like I said, hello everybody and welcome back to Empty Opinions with Lottie Polanco. My name is Lottie Polanco and that's where it ends. Everything else after that is freestyle. I don't know if I should have an actual intro. Nah, fuck it. Let's not keep it that official. You know what I mean? And I don't even know why I even do an intro. I have an intro at the beginning of the episode. You know what I mean? The little tag. That's the intro. Yeah, I'm going to stop doing that. Um. Uh. Yeah. That's that's the intro, I guess. Uh, and now I want to talk about a lot of things. I have, as always, six topics that I want to get through to keep these episodes as short as possible. Uh, but I have a feeling since these most of these are like stories that have been happening to me, I have a feeling that this might go on a little long, but who knows? Let's see. Hopefully not. The first thing I want to talk about, this is something that happened to me like a couple of weeks, actually, like a couple of weeks ago. This happened to me, and for some reason, I never talked about it. I think I had other topics, and I kind of just forgot that it's in my notes. But I have to get it out now, because I have to talk about it. This is hilarious, right? So, if you may recall, a few episodes ago, I don't remember exactly what episode it was, but I was talking to, I think it was episode 29, no, before that. Like, 26? I don't remember, but it was another episode with my friend CD, and we were talking like about how you exactly DM people. Um, and I said that I was going to start DMing this girl that I, I thought it was really pretty for a long time, like shoot my shot over DM um, with my strategy, you know, the sending emoji strategy, uh, responding to a story. So I did that. Right. And that girl actually responded. Right. I was like, oh, shit. That's what's oh, hell yeah. Let's keep this going, baby. Um, but unfortunately, that quickly died down. You know, um, <laughs> that it's like it came to a stop. I think I sent a message. He never responded back. I'm definitely not double texting. So that's why I'm like, OK, I guess it's over here. Um, so, yeah, it was done then. Then, um, you know, a couple like a month passes by. I think it's been a month since that. Uh, and I mean, I've been following her ever since. She's very pretty, you know. I have to fight back my temptation temptations to send a heart emoji because um or heart eyes emoji. The heart emoji is a little more creepy if you don't know somebody. But the heart eyes emoji I wanted to keep sending, but it's like 
If she leaves you on red, bro, maybe stop it. You know what I mean? Like, give it up a little bit. So that's what I did. But recently, this is crazy. Uh, <laughs> she actually went to the movie theater that I work at. And, you know, I was at a podium ripping the tickets. You know, when you have your tickets, the person that rips the tickets that allows you in. I was that person. And she came in with, I guess, her mom or something. I don't know. But it was one of the most awkward things because, you know. She obviously knew who I was, and I obviously knew who she was, because obviously she fucking dubbed me on Instagram, but I just never, <laughs> we just never said anything, because it's better not to say anything, right? Like, especially after you get dubbed, what the fuck can you say to someone you see in real life who dubs you? Uh, so it, that was just a funny thing, it was like, yo, that's never happened to me, like somebody who dubs me, you know, who ignores me on Instagram, I get to see them in real life, and what the fuck happens then? Nothing, because she, if she ignores you on Instagram, more than likely she doesn't want to talk to you, let alone real life. So it was just an awkward encounter that I had that I just had to share because, you know, it it brings us to a, a, an exciting conclusion, this story of me uh, DMing this girl. And it's funny because in the last episode that I did with, not the last episode, but the episode that I'm talking about where I talk about DMing her, I full on said her name. And I think I need to be more wary, more wary of saying people's names, because uh, uh, especially in the early episodes, I was just dropping names left and right. I, I think I need to relax on that a little bit. Um, uh, but if you listen to that episode, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, and if you don't, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that. Like, that's that's such an interesting thing. Like, what do you do? Like, if we see somebody who ignored you on Instagram in real life, it just shows the dichotomy of like real life and Instagram. And how Instagram can definitely affect your real life in in what because like when you're on Instagram at least I don't think so I, it doesn't feel real you know what I mean it, it's this is just a social media platform where you are interacting with other people but it doesn't feel real it don't it only feels real to me when you see the person in real life and that's what happened and then what do you do when you see the person in real life. Um, I don't know if the camera, because I'm recording this, uh, in case you're listening to this podcast and had no idea I have a YouTube show or a YouTube video version of this, I do. Uh, so please, you know, I'm going to start doing plugs. You know what I mean? Yo, go fucking subscribe to my YouTube channel, dog, and listen to the podcast anywhere you want. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, SoundCloud. Those are the audio versions. And then if you want to watch the show, uh, watch a podcast, you can go to YouTube and go to Empty Opinions. You literally, you search Empty Opinions. I'm so glad I found a unique name for this podcast because, you know, you put Empty Opinions anywhere and it will most likely pop up and I don't even have that many, you know, followers. So that's good. Um, what was I saying? Yes. Um, I was going to say how I have chap lips, I think. Uh, but who gives a fuck? You know, if you're listening to this, you have no idea. If you are, I just had to adjust it because I don't want you to see my chap lips and be like, oh, he has chap lips and doesn't even, doesn't even realize it. I do realize it. So please, let's uh, keep going. Let's move on. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, okay, this is interesting, man. That had a bunch of stories. So yesterday, you know, yesterday from the time I'm recording this, so that Tuesday, if you're listening to this on Friday, this past Tuesday was a very eventful day for me. Oh, well, actually, I want to say very eventful, but it had an arc. <laughs> it was interesting because it really had a whole arc. That's how interesting that day was, right? So 
um, the first thing, I'm going to start kind of in the middle, then I'm going to go to the beginning of the day and then jump back to the end to bookend this whole uh, day, this exciting day that I had, right? So here's the thing, right? There's I've, I've been going to Starbucks recently uh, a lot more than usual. I know that's a basic bitch thing. I know. I understand. I just need me some delicious hot chocolate. And they have delicious hot chocolate. Like their chocolate is good. Um, it doesn't feel watery. It feels like actual chocolate that's liquid. You know, hot chocolate. What it should be. But most places is very liquidy. So I actually like the Starbucks hot chocolate. But regardless, that's why I've been going to Starbucks recently, right? And, and if you have been to the Starbucks in Temple Campus, the one in the student center, in the sack, as some people call it, um, there's this lady at that Starbucks that's like, I would say, you know, earlier in the, like one of the episodes I've done in the past, I was talking about the word bitch and how it could be disrespectful um, and why some people, you know, could get offended by me saying that word. But here's the thing. The word bitch to me is like the word douchebag or dickhead to a guy, you know, or, or like fuckboy. That's the equivalent. So those words are for guys. I think the equivalent for a woman is bitch. Granted, the word when you say bitch, like on a derogatory way to a woman, like if you're in an argument, like shut up, bitch. If you say that, that's straight up disrespectful, offensive. You shouldn't say that. That's misogynist almost, you could say. So I understand that. But when you're referring to someone who's just rude, a woman who's rude to me, that's the definition of a bitch. And that's what I would call a bitch, right? So this fucking rude bitch at Starbucks is has been ruining pretty much every every transaction I've done at that fucking Starbucks, right? Like, and, th- and what I'm going to tell you today isn't the first time something like this has happened, like the first time I encounter, she she must be new. She has to be new because the first time I was there, she I've, I've you know I've encountered her I think twice before what happened recently, uh this past Tuesday. But so the first time I was just shocked by how kind of rude she was, or not rude, but very like straightforward and doesn't give a fuck. No customer service, literally no. Well, yeah, customer service, but no customer satisfaction, um, which is interesting, right? Like, there was zero treating the customer nice. Like, it was really, I was treated like I was a fucking, probably, like, a prisoner in one of those fucking prison camps in uh, in ICE, that ICE has. That, that's how I felt, and not because I'm Latino, just because I was treated that way, right? So, the first time, I was like, wow, yeah, she's not a good uh, customer service person, definitely not. Right. And that was the first person. It wasn't nothing personal that happened. It was just kind of like her attitude. I'm like, uh, that's not the best attitude to have. Right. That's the first time. The second time, same shit, same exact shit. Um, oh, going back to the first time, though, like I knew someone was off with this person because I literally said, look, I've been for Starbucks. You know how you have to give your name. I've recently been going by EP instead of Eladio Blanco or like Eladio, because that could be fucking misspelled to hell, to heaven and hell, back and forth, you know, the fucking phrase, I don't know how, what the phrase exactly is, all I'm trying to say is that I've been saying my initials, EP, to try to get rid of that problem, and somehow, with this lady, she still fucked up the name, like, I, I posted a story on my Instagram, if you go follow it, uh, E-L-A-D-I-O, E-L-A-D-I-O underscore, not underscore, 
Pr on Instagram. Uh, if you follow me there, you will see some of my stories. But I literally posted. It said AP. Now, granted, it could be mistaken. E A. Close enough sound, but still, I'm like, how the fuck you mess up two letters? Like, what? How is that possible? Regardless, that was the first day that I encountered this woman. The second time, you know, same shit, but it wasn't nothing. She didn't really mess up any names, so I didn't really think about it. But this most recent time, it's just ridiculous, right? Like, tell me how. So I'm in line for Starbucks, right? I'm in line, and I have to, and I want to get some hot chocolate, right? And I get to her, and uh, she takes. She starts to take my order. Um, and as I'm about to pay, I take out my card, and she's like, "We don't take card." I'm like, "Uh, okay, I guess, I guess, okay, I guess I'm done." But the way she said it, and that's not even. And I'll get to why this bothered me. But at that moment, I'm like, "Okay," like the way she said it was kind of bothering me. But the fact I was just kind of more disappointed. Like, fuck, now I gotta go to some random ATM, get an ATM fee. And take out some money because I really want this hot chocolate. So you know, but I'm like, what? Why? It's like, oh, we don't, we don't take card. We're not taking card. And I'm like, okay, all right, sure, whatever. I just walk out, walk away, go to an ATM, take a fucking three dollars and fifty cents of goddamn ATM fees. You know, that's ridiculous. Anyways, take out twenty dollars, which is really twenty three fifty. You get back online. Get back in the line, right? The line is short, so I assume, you know, the, 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 this is probably why. Because it's not taking card. But I get to the lady. It's a new lady now. The old lady, the 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 rude one, is gone. And there's a new lady in. And I'm like, the person in front of me puts a card. I'm like, what? I just, I'm, I'm just looking at this like, okay, she's taking card. Um, And then she takes the order. And I'm next. And I'm like. I thought the lady j- that was before you just told me that the card isn't working. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah sorry, it was down. It was, the system was just down. That We weren't taking card, but now we are. And I'm like, okay, here's my problem with this. Why couldn't that fucking... Hmm, let me... <laughs> yeah, the, adding the fucking in front of bitch can be really disrespectful. Let me say, why couldn't this rude bitch... Right? Why couldn't she just say, hey, our system is down for now. It is temporarily down. The system is down and we're not taking card. Because if you, if she says that, then I'm like, okay, I can probably wait. Right? Or she can suggest you could maybe wait because the, the system is down right now. But it could, it could come back up. Right? And at that point, you know, I could just wait a little bit. And not have to go to the fucking ATM and take out $20 with a $3.50 fee, right? But, no, she just says, we're not taking card. We don't take card. Like, like a fucking troglodyte. Like, you know what I mean? But instead, why can't she just say the system was down? Like, I don't understand people who do customer service. Like, I understand, I guess, the practicality of just saying we're not taking card to get the line moving. But in the first, there wasn't even a long line in the first place. Right, so I'm like, when she tells me that the system was just down, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? In my head, I don't tell her that because she's very nice. At least she told me why people were taking card, right? And I'm just like, yo, this fucking lady, man. Like, she really could. Like, she made it seem like they're not taking card at all. Like that was out of the the cards. Like that wasn't an option. It was done. 
for probably the whole day. That's the way she made it seem. Well, there was not, e not even any explanation. You know what I mean? I wish I would have asked why. Although, you know, you can't really question those things, especially me working in the customer service environment. You can't really question that. But it's like, why can't you just explain? Just say, you know, we're not taking card because of this. You know, she just said, we're not taking card. And I just had to move because of the way she said it, it was just like, okay, well, fuck me, I guess. And I just walked out. But man, it just makes me mad when people do bad customer service and keep working. People don't care. People don't get fired over that shit, really, unless you like spit on a customer. But it's like, and look, I work at customer service, you know, so it's not like I've never done. It's not like one of those rich people who've never done customer service in their lives and they complain about customer service. No, I've done customer service. I know what it is. You can fucking have the decency of explaining like if if I'm, you know, working on my job and we do a similar thing with selling tickets. Right. And we're not taking card. You say uh, I'm only taking cash. Uh, like the first thing you say, we're I'm only taking cash. We're not taking card because the system is down. That's the first thing you say. But but you don't just say we're not taking card. Like the first thing that you say is that, and not even the first thing. You wait until somebody orders to say we're not taking card. <sighs> Man, this lady was just a fucking horrible, horrible, horrible customer service lady. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was ridiculous. Uh, if you go to that Starbucks at the student service, the student activity center in, um, in Temple, you know exactly which lady I'm talking about. That lady is a, is a fucking disrespectful bitch. Um, again, I don't mean it in any derogatory way or any sexist way. You know what I mean? It's just on a, on the typical way is somebody being a, a rude woman to me equals bitch. The same way a rude guy equals a dickhead. Same way a sexist guy could be equals a fuckboy, somebody who doesn't care about women. That's what I'm trying to do here. I'm not trying to offend the female species. I love women. Uh, but that's what I mean when I say the word bitch. Uh, just a disclaimer. But, um... So this wasn't the only crazy thing that happened to me this day, right? So like I said, I started in the middle. Now I'm going to go back to explain something and then explain how right after this coffee shit, something happened in my last class, right? Um, so it started the day in my first class, right? I go to my first class. I sit down. I find a good chair. This is, there's an empty chair in between me. I'm like in a corner of the row in this room. There's an empty chair to my right. And then to the right of that, there's somebody sitting there, a student, right? Um, I sit, you know, leave a space because nobody wants to sit next to somebody when there's like a million empty seats, right? So I sit there and 20 and like about 10 minutes pass. And there's this guy who's just standing to the left of me looking for a seat, but like directly, like right there next to me, he's just looking around and, and looking around like, Oh, I can't find a seat, but I'm looking around too, and there's plenty of seats available for him to sit down. Even one right in front of me. That's right open. That's there's like three row, three seats, four fucking seats that are open right in front of him in the row in front of him. But hit for some reason, this motherfucker sits right next to me. Go, says, "Oh, excuse me," and I'm thinking he's gonna go to the middle of the row. No, the motherfucker sits right there in the empty seat that you're supposed to leave when you don't. You know, when there's so many empty seats, you don't fucking sit next to somebody, right? Like you leave a seat in between. You don't be that. You know, personal space. You know what I mean? Like that's just a common sense thing. And I'm like, this motherfucker sits right there, and I'm like, 
is this motherfucker serious? And then I'm start contemplating, like, can I, should I move to the seat in front of me? Since that one has, you know, empty seats. Um, but at the end of the day, I decide not to do it. I'm like, eh, fuck it. You know, I have my space. I can, I think I can try to ignore him. But then I realized why he sat there. Because the lady that was sitting to the right of that empty seat looks like was his friend or like a crush that he has. And he just really needed to sit next to her and talk to her the whole fucking class. So that's why he sat there. And I'm like, okay, now it makes sense. But like, stop being some fucking, you know, stop. Stop being like that. Just sit somewhere else. Don't fucking, you know, be so fucking selfish and horny that you got to sit next to this girl that you want to flirt with instead of just sitting, you know, somewhere else. There's empty seat, you know, where you don't disrupt people's personal spaces. But whatever. That's how I started the day, right? And this is the fucking twist, man. This is one of the be- the biggest twists of, the- of all fucking time. This is like a perfect, you know, uh, <laughs> perfect um, uh, arc the most perfect art in one single day for me that I've ever seen, right? So this motherfucker is sitting right there, right? Um, and then, so the reason I'm talking about this first class is because after this coffee shit that just happened with this rude bitch, um, I go to the next, you know, I go to the last class to, you know, I'm like, I'm, a, I'm already a little in a bad mood. And I come into class and guess who the fuck is sitting in my seat? In that class. The same motherfucker that sat next to me in the first class. I couldn't believe it. Like at first I see I see somebody just sitting there. And I'm like why the fuck is this person sitting in my seat. If this has been my seat for like 11 weeks now. You know what I mean? Like everybody at this point in the, in the semester. Everybody knows what their seats are. So there should be no reason why anybody's sitting in somebody else's seat. Right? But I, so I'm just mad at that. But then I'm like, I look at him. I'm like, is this the same fucking guy who sat next to me in the first class? How the fuck is this even real life? Like the same fucking loser that fucking bothered me in the first class is the guy that's in the sitting my seat in the last. That doesn't even make sense. Like, how can you disrupt somebody's fucking life that much? Like, and I'm guessing by accident, unless he's fucking targeting me, then that at least will make sense. But I'm like, I've never seen this guy before. And all of a sudden, I see him twice, you know, disrupting where where I see that, where my seat's at on these classes. The first class and the last class. So I start start off the day, this motherfucker bothering me. And then I end the day with this motherfucker bothering me too. Like, I just couldn't believe somebody... Could be so fucking inept. Like, he must be new or something. But it's like week 11. Nobody's going to transfer to a class for the first time. You know what I mean? So, he must have been there. I just never noticed him. But why the fuck is he taking my seat? You know what? Everybody has their seat. Nobody was sitting in the wrong seat at this point. I don't think. Unless somebody took his seat. He just decided to sit there. But I've never seen him. Not in my same row. Not in the row behind me. So, I'm like... Really? You're really taking my fucking seat, huh? Like it was just it was just super annoying and I couldn't believe what was <laughs> what what I was seeing. It was crazy. I'm like, "Are you fucking This is how I'm going to end the day, the same way I started with this motherfucker. If I I'm going to start paying attention to him. I'm going to look for him everywhere I look at to see if it's, he's in more of my classes cuz man, you know, I don't even know who this person is and he just kind of ruined my day. Among many other reasons why my date was ruined, but that was one, and I couldn't believe it. 
I really couldn't believe the same person that, you know, disrupted my personal space in the first class took my fucking seat in the last class. It was just ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. Um, but that was my day. There was a you see, I told you it was a pretty eventful day of just random disruptful shit happening to me. That was just, you know, it was like the world was trying its damn hardest to ruin the day for me. It's like the first thing didn't ruin it. The second thing didn't ruin it. Although it was getting there. And the third thing was like, all right, okay, you got me. This is fucking crazy. Leave me alone world. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was really, um, all the, all the events have happened in my life in the past, like two weeks. Uh, I have no idea if those stories were entertaining or not. And if the, you didn't think they were, then I don't give a fuck. Nah, I'm joking. I really appreciate anybody listening. And if you have any feedback, just, you know, text me, um, on my Instagram or Twitter and tell me any changes that could be made. You know, I'm open to, uh, criticism for sure. I want to make this the best show possible. Um, all right, moving on. Now I want to talk about just, um, random shit that I've noticed. Uh, I'm not going to talk about pop culture as much, you know, and I say this is a pop culture podcast and I do try to get to some pop culture stuff, but some of the time there's just nothing I really want to talk about in the pop culture world. And I'm not going to force me talking about certain topics. You know, I'm just going to talk about what I'm passionate about because I feel like those make the best. It, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like you're just me ranting to a friend rather than running down a list of topics and be like, oh, this is what happened this day and this day. Can you believe this? You know, and I feel like I've done that enough. Um, yes, moving on um, to another thing I uh, wanted to talk about. Something I've been starting to notice, and I think this started really with Megan Thee Stallion um, in many of her songs where she talks about nobody can handle her, ain't nobody can handle me. I wish I could play the song, but I have no idea specifically which song. Uh, or a hot girl, someone's like, handle me, who gonna handle me? I remember that's that I remember in that song, she says it. Um, but you know, Megan Thee Stallion saying it is one thing because she's like six foot seven. She is like extremely thick. That's one thing. But you women, you know, saying it on your Instagram stories, like, oh, bro, I'm dead. Like I've seen so many stories of women like. Yo, I'm, when I say I'm for real, I'm for real. I really don't think any of these guys can handle me. Ain't no guy that can handle me. Yo, y'all really think y'all can handle me, but really y'all don't want me because y'all cannot handle Shut up. Shut up, man. That's not a good thing. First off, that was the first thing that I thought of. I saw a specific story. Somebody saying, yo, yo, y'all really don't want to. Y'all really think y'all can handle me, but y'all really don't. I'm telling you. <laughs> like it was like something to brag about. I'm like. That's not something to brag about. And to the guys listening, if a girl says you cannot handle me, do not <laughs> believe her. Believe when she says that. And when I say believe, I mean, you know, she's going to make try her fucking best to ruin your life. When she says, oh, ain't nobody can handle me, you know, and the guy be like, oh, I can handle you. And they they both take it as a challenge, the guy and the girl. Yeah, that that's that's a recipe for disaster. That seems like somebody who is gonna try their best to fucking ruin your life to be like, you cannot handle me. You cannot tell me what to do. What's wrong with you? Like, it, it, so yeah, believe when a girl says nobody can handle me, and you know, leave her alone because she's gonna be, she's just gonna be a headache. You know what I mean? Well, if she's saying that and she's bragging about it, 
please believe her and leave her alone. Because eventually, if all guys realize when a woman says that, that she's trouble, but we keep rewarding it, that's that behavior is just going to keep going. But if no guy, if a guy sees, ain't nobody can handle me from a girl, and they look at it, they're like, all right, I believe you, and don't fucking talk to her. Please do that, because they're going to... By the time they're 30, 35, like somebody we're going to talk about at the end of this episode who's single, they're going to be single and regretting that they were trying to be the girl that nobody could handle. You know what I mean? Like, that's not good. You're supposed to be. I don't understand why that's a bragging thing of saying nobody can handle me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about being handled. It's about fucking compromise, you dumb girl. <laughs> uh, now I don't want to say the B word because the like I said the B word is reserved for women who are rude. These women aren't rude, so I'm not going to refer to them as the B word. But I'm just saying like, do not brag about don't don't brag about saying you, nobody can handle you because that just you know that lets me know oh that's a person who thinks being uncooperative and being you know being hard-headed and being like arguing all the time they think that's good when it's not you know it's like i said relationships are about compromise and understanding and nobody who is about compromise and understanding is going to be like you can't handle me because they're like they're already putting the putting forth the fact that they're not going to change they're not going to try to compromise you're going to say exactly as they are and that's why people like rihanna and emma watson are single you know what I mean? That's exactly why. Because they don't want to compromise. And they feel like just being this hard-to-handle woman is a good thing. And there's a reason why they think that. Because guys see that as a challenge. And they want to do it. And they try like, nah, I'm going to try. And then they end up regretting it later. No good relationship has come from a girl saying, nobody can handle me. And the guy being like, I can handle you. And the girl's like, no, you can't. And then they get together. That's never going to end up in a marriage. That's never going to end up in a happy relationship. You know what I mean? That's just bad. So that's not reward women who you know pride themselves on being hard to handle there's no handling you know what i mean and i I understand why some girls say that like oh i'm hard to handle maybe it's because a lot of guys like do try to handle women in the traditional sense of like you do this and you do that like very like telling them what to do but just that mentality of i'm hard to handle it's not good it won't lead to any good relationships and most likely will leave you single unless you compromise with the shit that you you know compromise with certain things because that's how good relationships work out because nobody no true no two people are truly that compatible that there's not going to be any problems right so there has to be some sort of compromise and you have to be willing to work and that means putting their fucking ego and your uh, hard to handle shit to the side because there might come a time where either you handle the guy or the guy handles you. It's a fucking mutual thing. And you cannot be prideful on not being handled because it's not how a good relationship is going to form. You know, I would know. I've been in a good three relationships that have lasted not longer than a month. Whatever. I'm just saying, okay, I understand. Maybe I don't have the fucking credentials to give relationship advice. All I'm trying to say is that's how I feel about it. Wow, that was a good rant. It's a solid five, like seven minute rant on a single topic. But it's true. I don't, yeah, okay. I think I've said enough about this women being handled thing. Now I want to transition 
these two next topics are very much connected into this. Um, and talking about be women being handled, I think that also has to do with women wanting to be free and independent, especially young women. I think they also pride themselves in that. And I don't think, you know, I think one can lead to another. I think them wanting to be free and independent leads to them saying, nobody can handle me, right? And that's fine, right? That's that's It's fine when you're young, right? And I think most women who are young pride themselves on being free and independent. They value that, right? I don't know exactly why. Maybe they know because once they get older, they need to like settle down and have a family. They want to have fun now. Some probably don't ever want to have a family. Some don't even want to have a boyfriend, which is fine. That's all fine. But that is part of the reason why I struggle with relationships and love at my young age because I feel like I take things too serious or like, yeah, take things too serious and I try to... Um, you know, I try to put my all or a lot into my effort towards a relationship and this would always fail with young women and it will always fail for with young women because they're never going to reciprocate that much effort because they don't want to, because it's going to feel like a hassle and it's going to feel like they're not free and they're, it, and they're not independent. And that's my problem. And that's why most likely you know, if I'm being smart, I really can't be in a relationship until I'm like 25, 26, because at that age is when women really are starting to, they've enjoyed their freedom and their independence. And now, you know, they want something meaningful. Uh, my problem is I'm fucking 19 and want to do this. And look, I even know this is not the right thing to do. I should be out there having fun. I should be enjoying my young age, but I don't know. There's something about me that just wants to have a relationship where there's a lot of effort into it. And there's a lot of affection felt from both sides. That's what I want. But that's not really what happens at with teenagers or young adults. You know what I mean? Like 19 to 23, 22. That's not what be going on. Um, and that's just what I have to struggle with, I guess. You know what I mean? This is what I have to accept. I just have to play the fucking waiting game. I guess for now, I can just focus on this shit on this podcast and, you know, focus on that. And then by the time, hopefully by 25, I gain, I gain some sort of success from doing this. Then I think if I put all my effort into this and not love and then later do it, you know, I could be beneficial. That could work out because, you know, I put more effort into this. Uh, knowing that what I want from love isn't going to come at this age, so there's a perfect time to go all in on professional shit. And then when I'm older, when there's some sort of success, some semblance of success, then go for that love and possibly find it. So, yeah, this is something I was thinking about how young women, and I mean, Mr. Dose kind of opened my eyes to this, how young women really just want to be free and independent, and you really can't, play that kind of, you know, putting a lot of effort and trying pretty hard to keep a relationship going because they're not going to like that because you're going to feel tied. And, you know, I get it. Nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying that's how it is. And that's how I had to deal with it. Um, but, and this leads to the last topic, a perfect segue into this. The problem with young women, right? Doing this. Here's a oh, Jesus, now my dad is playing fucking radio upstairs. How awesome is that? Um, but the problem is that, you know, when you stay with that young and free and independent mentality, 
for too long, when you're up to your 30s, now it's a little worrisome. Now is when you need to start letting go of that, um, I think. Because, you know, it could lead to a situation like homegirl over here, Emma Watson, who recently, in a, as she's turning 30, released a statement saying, hey, I'm not single, I'm self-partnered. And if that's not the saddest shit I've ever heard in my life, I don't know what else is. Because it's like, that just shows how, like, you know, I understand you trying to work on yourself, but you're 30 years old, right? There's nothing wrong with letting go of this fucking free and independent shit that you have and try to build something meaningful with somebody else. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that, you know? And I think... Again, women, I mean, Rihanna, perfect example. Like, I've said this a lot, like how Rihanna is most likely going to die alone because she has not only too high of expectations, probably not willing to compromise. And I think she has a, like, a billionaire boyfriend right now. I don't know if that's going to last, honestly. Uh, wait, people are saying she's pregnant. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Listen, Kylie Jenner was pregnant and she's no longer with Travis, so that means absolutely nothing. Here's what I'm trying to say. By a certain age, you need to let go of all those fucking expectations of all those, you know, those high expectations, rather. Uh, you need to learn what is the most important thing and not be, you know, ridiculous with your demands. Like, you need to make a list of the most important shit you want. Let's say if you, the most important thing you want is, like, somebody who listens to you. That should be, let's say, at the top of your list. Everything else that falls under that shouldn't be mandatory. I think you should pick one, two, or even three things that you find mandatory in a relationship. And that's how you work with other people. And as long as they have those top three things, you're good. But the problem is, like Rihanna, like Emma Watson, they have a list of like 50 things that they find mandatory because they feel like they're so, let's say, perfect, so beautiful, so wanted. That that's what they deserve, but that's not how the world works. You're going to end up dying alone if you keep having those high expectations for way too long. You know, that's just the fact of life. You There's compromise. People are too different. You can never find people ain't perfect, man. You cannot find somebody who's perfect. The only thing you can hope for is somebody who has the thing that you find most important in them and then work on the other shit. That's really the most you can hope for. Um... So yeah, it's it's always going to be an issue if you as a as a woman uh are really, you know, and I'm not saying you can't be choosy, you know what I mean? I'm not saying you can't be choosy, you can. But it gets to a certain point where your choosiness is too much and you're getting older and if you don't let go of that choosiness and that strict criteria like you're grading a fucking paper in a college, if you don't let go of that, it's going to be a wrap because it's like, you know, People ain't perfect. You're not going to find that person. So you need to relax those expectations as you get older. If, if you're young, there's nothing wrong with having high expectations. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong because you're still young. You're still enjoying life. But as you get older and you want to be with somebody and you most likely will want to be with somebody because, you know, life is not designed to be alone in your 70s. It's really not. Um, so all I'm saying is. Especially to Emma Watson. Emma Watson, if you're watching this, listen, I understand that you ha you're a beautiful woman, very successful. You deserve the best of the best. But as you get older, you need to start, you know, relaxing on some of the things that are probably not as important as you think they are. You, or to you, you know, you need to figure out exactly what it is you find important 
top maybe top three fuck it i'll give you five things that you find really really important that this guy must have but no more than five and after that if they have those five things but have other shit that you don't like just work with that person on those other things and, you know instead of throwing it away because they don't have top hundred things that you want um and that's my advice for emma watson this you know because my advice means shit you know what i mean emma watson you should listen to me i got life figured out i know what i'm talking about Ah, oh, that was a great episode. I had a lot of shit, a lot of things to rant on. And that's, you know, and that's why I'm going to really just focus on the shit that I really want to talk about instead of just pop culture shit or other shit that I don't really have to. If I'm passionate about a topic, that's when I'll talk about it. And that's what I did for this episode. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. The way we end every episode is with a segment I like to call the Ox. Uh, where I play one of my favorite songs I've been listening to recently. This one is from Bazzi. I listened to his album recently, uh, Soul Searching. That's what the album's called. Um, and I'm going to play the first song of that album that like immediately was just like, oof, this song is fucking good. I remember now why I like Bazzi so much. Uh, the song is called Humble Beginnings. So I want to be playing that. So thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll catch you guys in the next episode. <laughs> Grateful for it all, but my what is in my heart When they tell me that I made it, thought I made it from the start Can't believe that I made it Can't believe that I made it 
broke, we was breaking. Now I'm here and I'm staying. Can't believe that I made it. Can't believe that I made it. We was broke, we was breaking. Now I'm here and I'm.